Welcome. Hey, everybody. I wasn't prepared, was I? No. Hey. What'd, you, what'd you spill? No, I'm just moving my bag and stuff. Oh. Oh, man. Hey, happy Sunday. It's when we're recording. That's right. Happy Sunday. Yeah, it's a good Sunday, day. Sunday, fun day. Yeah, you know, the weather's been nice lately. It has, I mean, man. It got a little chilly this week, but still mm. great winter weather for us. I thought, yeah. It's Easy been, winter. It's been happy. I've been happy. Ooh, sun's out. It's been, uh, yeah, we had one kind of snowy period that didn't last, and it wasn't that much. No. So, uh, yeah, this is great. Have you had to shovel at all? No. Yeah, I haven't had to no. shovel at all. Nope. Didn't do one thing. We salted. We had to salt because okay, we, yeah, we got icy. Yeah, yep, yep. And then, uh, and that's about it. So, mm. you know, it's been uh, it's been fun. Yeah, man, we're back in our building. and Oh, uh, I've been loving it. It's been so great. So happy. You know, we're packing the place out. It's like we're yeah. getting visitors again. and We won't, we told everybody. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's going to fill up fast. Mm-hmm. So be ready. Know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With that comes tough choices. Yep. Do we go to three services again? Yep. Do we make other changes? Yep. What do we do? And uh, yeah, it's been it's been fun though, man. Mm. I, it's really cool. I met some cool people today. You know, people that are uh, in the new in the area. People that are like, yeah, we're just meeting need a, need a new church. Had a guy last week, and uh, a, a tall dude. You know, uh, probably my age. And uh, I could see him waiting for me, so I wrapped up with somebody. And I was like, "Hey, how you doing? I'm Joe." And he's mm. like, "Hey." I said, "So, uh, where are you coming from?" And he's like, "How'd you find us, however?" And he goes, "Oh, I, I came in from the city." I said, oh. Chicago, which is on a Sunday morning, depending on where, it's an hour for sure. Um, it could be 45 minutes. It could be an hour and 20. Depends on where you're at. Again, yeah. I said, what, all the way? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, where do you live? Because like some people will say Chicago and they're not in Chicago. Mm. No, he's in Chicago. Mm. I was like, okay. And he's like, yeah, man. But he didn't, he did, at first he was like really protective. He didn't want to get into where he's coming yeah, from. He's yeah. like, I just need to find a church, you know, looking for something healthy. You know, okay, nice, stable. nice. And so we started talking, and I just gave him the same spiel we always give these guys, which yep. is like, hey, come here, heal up, just be blessed. You know, we won't expect anything of you. And mm-hmm. if this is not for you, we'll help you find a church, like no problem. Yep, not and a problem. And then he started really opening up. He's mm-hmm. like, oh man, let me tell you what's going on. Um, so that's always cool. You know, it's uh, interesting to meet the different kinds of people that are looking for a church home. You know, yeah. Christians and uh it's especially when they're new in the area, but it's it, it's funny because I met a couple today, and uh, I was like, "So uh, how'd you find us?" And they're like, "Yeah, well, you know, we just been searching around." Mm-hmm. And I said, "Because we don't really do any advertising." Like, "Oh yeah, we noticed." Like, <laughs> you, guys you come up on Google if we search for a church in the area. Mm-hmm. That's about mm-hmm. it. She's like, "But then, they're like, yeah, we look at your content and you know all your stuff." So that's been fun. How you doing this week? You know, I've been doing good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no yes. drama. There's always drama. Oh, okay. But, you know, I've been doing good. Man, work's keeping doing you busy. Good. I've been busy. Been mm. busy. Been trying to get rid of this cough. Yeah, same. It's just been... It's maybe been we lingering. shouldn't smoke. <laughs> yeah, maybe. That might help. <laughs> I think that's good. That'll probably help. But, uh, yeah, no, it's been good. Been good. I'm, I'm really glad to be at worship today and be able to see people. I love our worship bands. They're all different. Yeah. They all do their thing. And uh, But I got to say, today... Uh, Oliver chose the song Agnes Day, which was yep. Michael W. Smith. I think he wrote it. I don't know. But I, I first heard it on a Michael W. Smith album mm. in the early 90s. And I love it. I love that opening thing. It's just amazing. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that was fun for me. Uh, I was, was looking forward to it. Mm. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah I, I, I quite love it. And yeah, seeing Oliver up there. I mean, watching individuals, right? Watching individuals that yep. have... Uh, <laughs> You all right, bro? I'm good, yeah. All right. Yeah, well, like off, you know. I know, but yeah, seeing people, though, seeing people that like that have been with us for some time, yeah, 
be with us for some time and like looking at like the trajectory right like when they first entered in or even when like when they entered and they had to take a step back because of uh um because of like some seasonal things mm-hmm. family things like just all that stuff right um and then watching them like re-engage yeah. in service and in, mm-hmm. in utilizing the gifts that god has given them i love watching that so i say that uh, not because I say it because Oliver is one of those individuals, right? Yeah. That was was involved as a single man. Yep. You know, God gave him the desire of his heart. A a, a beautiful, wonderful, wonderful, beautiful inside out, totally awesome person. Amazing, right? Yeah. Compliments like they're, they're they're so well together. Yeah. They had to t- take a step back for a season as they're working, like yep. they're you know he becoming got a, a family, career direction, new career direction, all that stuff. And then reengaging once things got where you yeah. know, like we here's the thing. We're not one of these churches we strive to not be. Yeah. Uh, and that's where communication and transparency and all these things come into play. Totally. Where we don't want people burnt out. We yep. do not want to burn people out. When someone says, hey, I'm really struggling. I feel like I need to take a step back. It's like, oh, yes. Done. Please. Let's do it. Not only do we have opportunities for on-ramping, we also have opportunities yep. to off-ramp. We, we, we're, we don't. A lot of churches will really put the screws to people in that situation and be oh. like, bro, we need you. Yeah, how dare you? And it's like, oh, like I don't think it's oversharing, um, but if it is, here we go. Oh, um, here we go. Like you recently had to say, hey, listen, my work situation yeah. has intensified greatly. Yep. Yep. So I'm still going to stay on, but I'm going to have to narrow the parameters in which I'm really engaged. Correct. I got to focus on these things because I know these things I can. And we did not want to make you, we didn't want you to feel guilty about that. We were yep. like, yep, do, like, whatever we got to do, man, let's let's accommodate. That's important. No, it's really, really good. So, And that, that really relates to, I think, what we wanted to talk about, right? That in any given church, um, you, you need a plurality of elders and a plurality yep. of deacons. In fact, you know, we were in Acts 14 today, and at the end, uh, it says, like, oh, and then uh, uh, Paul and his team, like, they were appointing elders, plural, in every church. Mm. Oh. Mm. Just not appointed a pastor in every yeah, church? No, 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 no. Elders. Oh, plural, plurality. Okay. Hmm, interesting. Hmm. Baptists, we screwed that up pretty bad in the 20th century. Oh, we yeah. We got that way Oh, wrong. yeah. We're going to appoint the Pope of this parish. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, great. So we got uh, one guy calling all the shots or one guy who's just a preacher boy that has to do what the deacons tell him. Yeah. That's another way. Yeah. Right? That's, that's the other way it's been uh, been put together. Yeah. But no, plurality of elders. You got to have that, which means then is that you, you don't need a bunch of guys that are all the same. You need elders that have different strengths, mm-hmm. different giftings, mm. uh, who will serve different needs and emphases, right, in the body. And what is, what do you, I mean, what are the common ones when people think about what kind of pastors does a church have? The common ones would be senior pastor, senior pastor or lead pastor, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so that, that typically is the individual that is kind of vision casting, giving direction, uh, or at least trying to set the vision. Yep. Right? Does, uh, does most of the preaching. Mo- does yep. most of the preaching, right? Um, so that's, you know, lead pastor, senior pastor. Uh, and by bet- the way, that, oh, that's not a... A lot of people make fun of that, like, well, there's no senior pastor in the Bible. Like, it's 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 a way, and maybe it's a bad way, but it's a way that people designate. Like, okay, and Jesus is the senior pastor. Oh yeah, yeah of our church, everybody. But I'm the brand. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, Jesus is the senior pastor, but but I'm the brand. <laughs> but it, what I say goes. Uh, that's how that usually works. But and maybe like you know, really like preaching pastor 
it would probably be a more effective title for me, like a, a more a more specific title. That's mostly what I do. Yeah, and I don't have more authority than anybody no. else in among the elders. No, no, you do not. But uh, I, you know, I could. No, you know, if I wanted, I could take it. Not you really. Know, I, you know, if I just asserted mm. my, I am lead, lead pastor. It's not going to work. That well, you're not lead. Uh, you're I follower know. pastor. I am I'm not. I'm follower pastor. pastor. Oh, dang it. <laughs> But it's just a way of saying, like, oh, this is the guy that you're likely to see yeah. the most yeah. of, right? Okay. So you got the senior pastor, lead pastor. What else do you typically have at a church? Uh, an associate pastor, mm -hmm. right? And, uh, you know, I'm just going to use that general for now. Yeah. Because I think we want to talk, we want to delve deeper into that. Mm -hmm. But let's just, we'll just say associate pastor. Yeah. Right? Uh, some churches will have a uh, youth pastor. Yep. Some others will have worship pastor. Mm-hmm. Children's pastor. Yep. Interesting. Seniors you're, pastor. You're li you're leaving one out. That's rather curious. Executive pastor. Oh, there it is. I <laughs> know. Oh, executive pastor. <laughs> seniors pastor. Young adults pastor. Okay, now you're talking big churches. If yeah, they start yeah, having yeah, those kind of pastors. Uh, uh, I already said seniors, uh, young adults. What, are, what am I missing? Party pastor. Hospitality pastor. Okay, so you're. In fact, Jimmy wants to become the party pastor. If uh, uh, I'm if, if if we can get things situated, I am trying uh, to be the Jimmy party pastor. Jimmy will be party pastor, and let me tell you. No other pastor is as equipped oh, as you are to be the party no, pastor. Ain't no party like a Fowler party. That's true. I mean, everybody. I mean, just ask uh, the Barreras. The, they enjoy it? <laughs> the Earls? Your, your whole CG. The whole, yeah, my CG. <laughs> you know, we enjoy hanging out and having a good meal together. These are sanctified parties, by the way. Oh, yeah. But they're still parties. They're still parties. Yeah, yeah. still a good time. In, in the name of the Lord. Yeah. So now here's the thing, though. Uh, some churches, they'll, they'll have like a, a pastor. They'll call them pastor, but they're yeah. not elders. You know, this yeah. is like a, this is like the Rick Warren thing. Like, yep. You know, they'll like have they'll they'll, they'll in, in Rick Warren's case, they'll even have a female pastors. You yeah. They call them pastor, and what they are saying is like, well, no, pastors for us aren't necessarily elders. These are just people that have an area of responsibility, and so we like in Rick Warren's case, women's ministry pastor. Right. So they would say like, oh, well, we only have men who serve as elders, but pastors are is more about gift giftedness rather than calling mm. um we don't really like that because the the scripture doesn't make that distinction yeah. it's yeah. pastors are elders elders are pastors yep it's all the same thing yep. and certainly we do believe that women are gifted in many of the same ways if not all of the same ways that many pastors are gifted uh but they don't serve in that capacity mm. they'll, they'll lead ministries and teams and whatnot it's interesting because you know we've had people come to our church love the church completely love it everything's great and then they come to our orientation three or four hours long we talk about all the stuff that makes people upset mm. and uh we, and, we find ways to let you know it's time to go oh yeah i just did one right had a great group and i said one of the things one of my goals here is to scare you off because if i can scare you off with the truth of who we are what we believe then you're you're you're, you're going to want to go yeah so if i can scare you off you don't belong here if i can't scare you off good chance it's going to be a good fit. yeah well, this we, is going to work well for us we've had we, we had we had a family here that loved us and when they found out that like their daughter, for example, has no hope of ever being an elder here. And I said, well, this is our position. You know, this is how we see it. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, we don't apologize for that. This is our scriptural conviction. Yep. Um, and uh, I said, you know, so they wanted to talk about it. And as we talked about it, they're like, I just can't raise my daughter in a church where they, you know, they don't have the opportunity to, to flourish and be who God might call them mm -hmm. to be. And I wasn't going to argue all of it with them. But when I pinned them down, I, they said, well, we don't think a woman could ever be the senior pastor. But, oh, they, they, huh. they, but they could be a pastor or an elder, but not not the senior pastor. And hmm, I was like, so that's interesting. Yeah. So you're throttling her ability yeah. to, <laughs> to, oh, they left. They were not, and they were, 
very nice people. I don't, I'm not mad at them. But uh, yeah, people have confused notions mm. on this. So so when we're talking about pastors, we're talking about elders. Yep. We're talking about the, the same essential position uh, with different emphases, mm. right? So mm -hmm. that's how we're not, you know, we don't, we, we have a lot of disagreements with Rick Warren, obviously, mm, mm -hmm. theologically, ecclesiologically, but um, but we understand. We understand where they're coming from and why they do what they do. But really, I think the question that is, a, 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 the conversation I think that's helpful is to is to is to talk about like what is most needed. Like you're, let's just say you're a small church or maybe you're a church plant, and okay, so one of your first ones is you need a preaching pastor, right? Yep. You need the guy oh, that's going to yeah, be yeah. doing that. So yep. that's. That's usually the, they call that guy senior or lead or whatever, but he's the preaching guy casting the vision. Mm -hmm. He's starting. Mm -hmm. What's the next hire? Like, like, cause back in the day, there were, there were different ways of approaching this. I feel so, like back in the day was typically a hybrid of worship slash youth. Mm -hmm. Yep. That, that was real common. Yeah. Um, because these are needs. Yeah. If you're, if, you got, we want to be able to worship. We're called to worship. We need that. someone that's going to help lead worship. Yep. And, uh, and if you want to reach kids and disciple kids, you're going to yep. need somebody over that. Yep. Well, that'll make sense. But is uh, uh, in, in your experience, Jimmy, for a small <sighs> church that's growing, what do you think? And let's, let's just admit different situations. You yeah. might, you might have a different call, but in general, what do you, what do you think is a good, like second, uh, elder position to establish? whether that's paid or not, right? You're just like, you're yeah, looking yeah. for elders to, as you're raising up, what are, what are these, what are the, what's the next critical area? So for me, and this is. I kind of, I go between two, but I'm going to, I'm going to edge out with one. I'm going to edge out with an administration or executive pastor. Right. And that's because it's my job. Right. Oh, cause you're so, I know. church would never succeed if it wasn't for Fowler, <laughs> Brian, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Kevin. Mm -hmm. like, exactly. There's a lot of truth in that actually. Um, and let's just say this, all of these function as associate pastors of sorts, right? Because Correct. They're all a kind of associate pastor. Yep. yep. Um, again, a lot of churches just are, especially reformed churches, are just doing away with all that. They're just pastors. They just go with pastors. They're not. They're not doing associate or anything. But even then, they do have uh, everyone. They don't. There's a pecking order. Yeah. Not only pecking order. But well, I, I'm not a pecking order because there's no authority. Difference. But hold on. But if we're all pastors, there's still the sense of the lead pastor still holds. Like, I know we joke about you have no power, which is true. Like it, like, but there is, because you're the one that's typically up there, people follow. Like, they're, sure. they're, like your voice does carry some weight. Yeah. Right. But the other elders can shut that down. Exactly. So there's, but, that's why I say it's not a pecking order. Yeah. Um, but maybe, so, all right, well, we already said that, but I think what we do know though, within, um, whether they're all called pastors, they all have their areas of emphasis. Right. Yeah. Even so, even if you're not using titles, yeah, they're going to have an area. Correct. And so they're either going to be a, effectively an executive pastor or a youth pastor or something. So correct. So okay. Correct. So you're saying no. So why is? And I agree with you actually. I think if I'm sending a guy out, we need to do an episode on on what we've learned uh, leading Redeemer over the years. What we oh. would do different if we were going to start over. That'd Man. be fun. Wow, but, I get to be a part of that? Oh, totally. You've been here a long time now. I know. Like I was actually thinking about that. It's over 10 years. 10 years. And 10. we've only been around almost 16 years. So like you've been here most of it. Most of it. You've seen most of the change. You've created when most you, of yeah, the drama. When, yeah. When did uh, when did you guys plant? 2007 is when we started. Uh, last, uh, so, last, so five years. So I was going, uh, five years. Mm -hmm. Oh, you've been here what? What? 10. Yeah. What? Yeah. 
Yeah. No, but you said like, I missed out on the first six. Oh, I meant five. Well, this this year will be sixteen, I think. Yeah. Man. Yeah, this year's sixteen. Yeah, there you go. So, um, so that'll be a fun thing for us to do, right? Yeah. Just to go back and like, here's what we would do because I, I have some thoughts. I have mm. some thoughts on it. Huh. Um, mm. Yeah. Mm. Right, I I've mm-hmm. already thought of two of them. Mm. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. I'm not gonna say it on air. I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna save it. Okay. I'm gonna save it for the episode. Maybe. All right. Um. Okay, so I, I do agree with you. I think that uh, you know, executive is an important one, but why? Why is uh, somebody who is good on organization, administration, oversight, in your mind, more critical at the early stage? Because it's always critical, but why is it more critical at the early stage than, say, think, a youth pastor? Because that is when, see, uh, I would edge out the youth pastor anyways, but uh, I would say it's because that is the... That's a crucial time where you need organization, where you need structure, where you need to have the the on ramps, yep. where you need to be able to how, how do you how do you corral this new group mm-hmm. this this whether it's twenty five fifty or one hundred twenty five fifty or one hundred right regardless they need direction yep and they need someone that's going to help navigate uh, because the the lead pastor typically is I mean for all intents and purposes like. A lead pastor typically has the, it's rare, I think, to find a lead pastor that's also really good at organization. Yeah, they, they exist. And these are bad examples, but Driscoll yeah. uh, and what's his, what's his face? I don't know. The prop preacher. He had lots of props. James McDonald. Um, uh, very good at, at kingly organization yeah, and stuff yeah. as well as communication. Yeah, yeah. But it is rare. It is rare. It's it's really, really rare. <clears throat> so you need someone that's going to help come alongside and really sort of take this whole group and everything that it's about like and try to move it yeah in in the right direction this is what i've noticed right like as as the as the preaching guy or the lead guy i can have a vision i yeah. can see where it's where we're supposed to be yep i'm not sure how to get there yeah that's what the executive executive pastor can break it down and go okay here are the processes here are yep. the steps that we're going to need to take in order to get there and the other thing i love about you guys is your problem solvers like, yeah, yeah. I, I can identify a problem. You'll, then, com- you'll complain about the problem. Oh, yeah, I will point out the problem, even if it's me. Oh, yeah, yeah this, this, this sucks. <laughs> Man, what's going on? But what I love, and it was the first time I experienced it was with Brian, right? It was before you got here. Brian would be the guy like, okay, yeah, that, that's a problem. Or, yeah, that is a problem. Actually, though, Joe, there are four problems that accompany it that you're not seeing. Yeah. Now, here's the way to start to deal with it. And that's what executive pastors yeah. or more administration guys can do. And Yep, yep. You, when you're a new church or a young church, you're growing mm-hmm. probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, and with that growth, you need constant evaluation of how these things are working because things change yeah. and that people don't like it. And the better you can address those areas of change, yep. uh, the more effective you're going to be at making disciples. Okay. So, you, so executive pastor is probably one of the ones you're going to want to get. By the way, an executive, how would an executive pastor, let's say, let's say you're a young church mm. or a small church and you're beginning to grow. And you're like, okay, uh, we need more elders, or maybe we need to hire somebody. Uh, and you're you're saying an executive type guy is what you're going to need. Mm-hmm. Um, how would that address the current problem of youth? Because you're like, well, we have more youth, but like, why why wouldn't we just hire a youth guy? That's a pressing need. Why hire an executive guy when one of the pressing needs is you're having more and more teens come? Yeah, but I think uh, an executive guy is able to identify and to like, be able to get some, at least a rotation of volunteers yeah. to be able to help, uh, you know, get some sort of youth ministry going off the ground. Right. Like, cause a lot of that's just kind of 
taking people, getting the materials, yeah. getting the structure, and then I hate saying it like this because it's so simple, or it's it's simplistic, and it this is it's not simplistic. It's but not easy. It's not easy. But at that point, it's plug and play, right? It's all right, guys. Here's what it is. Here's what we're gonna do. Now let's do it. Here's the thing, like just to get real with us. Yeah. So you're doing that right now. We're like restructuring youth ministry yep. and all that. Yep. One of the areas that we need to address is like college. You yeah. Know, we because from time to time we don't we're not close to a college. We're no. We're, we're relatively close, but it's it, it's enough of a distance where most college students don't make it out our way. No. They oftentimes don't have cars or um. We're just not close enough. So, but from time to time, we do start to get an influx, a small group. Yep. And um, and they'll typically stay, you know, they'll be with us for, for you know, their years, but we don't have something for them. And I know a lot of people are going to say, like, we'll just plug them into a small group. Yes, that's great. But um, there really is something important about having something that hits people at these particular seasons. Yeah. College is a yep. very specific season. We need to start not, you know. Cause we're starting to have some college kids coming again. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, these like, like, uh, Liam, for example, yep, yep. uh, on fire, loves Jesus, ready to go, yep. hungry to learn. Yep. Uh, like a lot of us were at that age yep. and like, I want him to flourish. Yeah. So we got to start thinking about like, okay, so how do we do that? And so that's another, I, so I totally agree with you. Mm. All right. So let's say you've got a, um, an executive guy, uh, who's, who's coming on and he's doing that stuff. And what, what would be another important hire? Or, so the, or another elder to add to that team. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, the per, you know, I I go between executive and then discipleship. Those two I, I go beyond, but I, I you know, the, but I think executive definitely edges out slightly. For me, after that, it's a discipleship individual, mm. and I think for me, that's where because not only do you need to have systems, but you need to have community. Mm. And I think discipleship, uh, the person that's in charge of discipleship, could really help kind of hone that community that that ethos like that that who we are as as redeemer fellowship or whatever your church's name is um because that we want our people not just to be coming on sunday but right we want them to be discipled throughout the week yeah and so like what's really important about that is there are different ways of doing it you know you can do uh small groups right which yeah. we intentionally did because our our thought was um, we're going to be a doctrinal church. Uh, we want to be, we, we will be teaching, but also, um, we, we see that there is oftentimes a lack of relationships in the church. That's why we yeah. said, look, we're going to focus on that and not Sunday school, but you can certainly focus. You can do Sunday school yeah, and, yeah. and, and not uh, CGs, or you can try and do both. Um, but that's what a discipleship guy is going to really help yep, you with is like, yep. whatever you're doing, you want to do those well. And you want somebody who's committed to that. That's the yep, thing, yep. right? That's an aspect of it. It's not the whole. The class or CG isn't the whole, but it's a critical part of it. What about, what about say like worship, worship pastor? How important is that? I think it, I, I do think it's really important. Mm -hmm. um, when you're able to, I think it's in, you know, especially as a church gets larger yeah. and you begin to incorporate more. I say aspects of worship, but not. I, I don't mean like the flags. I'm not talking about like painting. Oh. Or sculpting, dancing, dancing, sculpting. Okay. No, no. But I am talking about like you've got more, more instruments. You have more personnel. Yeah. You've got your, you know, you've got responsive readings, right? You've got. Um, yeah, I totally agree. You know what I mean? Like because yeah, because when you're smaller, um, well, first of all, you need somebody leading worship, heading up worship. Yeah, right? that's that's really critically important. Uh, critically important. But do you need a dedicated elder? 
or, or a staff person doing that, uh, I agree with you that the need arises when you become big enough where it's like, okay, we need somebody that's, it's going to take. It's going to take. Hours and much more hours to function, to, to oversee this functionally. Yeah. Yeah. I think yep. that's good. I have seen guys plant effectively. They'll, uh, like, like Hughley. Um, they had three guys. Mm -hmm. There was, Ryan was the preaching guy. Yep. Vision guy. Uh, Tyler was the executive guy. And then uh, was it Scott was mm -hmm. the worship guy. Yep. And they were able to get it all done and do a very, very good job. But again, that's Tyler working in such a way to ensure that like small groups or whatever are getting yep. done. Yep. So I, I've seen it work that way where they didn't hire a discipleship guy, but discipleship was happening. But you've got to, you, you, you do have to think it through in terms of like what's going to be most effective for us in our particular church. Because if you don't think it through, then you just wind up hiring people yep. and putting people in place yep. and it's not very effective. You're just kind of like filling slots yeah, and you don't know which ones you need filled. And then the ones you do know you need filled. So oftentimes you fill them with the wrong people mm -hmm. because you're just like, hey, I've got a need. Yeah. Just take care of that need. Right. And the difference is when you have somebody gifted and called meeting a particular critical need in your church, man, they are loved by the congregation. Oh yeah. I mean, we love everybody, but like, wow, because, but they really see the benefit. They, they, they feel the yep. investment. Yep. It's, it's, it, it shows you the importance of actually like, you got to think it through and not just don't wing it, I guess yeah. is the, is the bottom line. And you know, a lot of small churches wing stuff, right? Or mm. oh, what's the word we like when we're small? Organic. Organic. We just do it organically. We're just doing it organically. Just, just however it goes. Let it go just and let God do let it. Let it flow. Why do you don't quench the spirit? <laughs> As if that's how you quench the spirit. Man. So um in in your experience, when you're looking back um at Redeemer, mm. at your your past church experiences, um when a, a person comes to you and they're like, Hey man, um, I see a weakness in my church mm -hmm. and, and it has to do with elders and how they're functioning. Right. They're, they're not unbiblical. They're, they're godly men. Everything's great, but there's, they're not, they're not being effective. Mm. Right. How should a church member approach the elders in, in a way that can help them think through maybe what they're missing? Cause we miss stuff. Yeah. Uh, what's a, what's a good way for them to approach it without, like triggering a defensive posture from the elders. Now, listen, if you have jerk elders, it doesn't matter. They're yeah, going, it don't they're, matter. They're going to, they're going to be, <laughs> but let's assume these are good people. What, what, what do you, what do you think is a good way for people to, um, to approach elders to say, Hey, listen, I think we're weak here. Um, or I think we need to do better in this area. Mm -hmm. How, how can they approach that without just, you know, kind of setting off these troublemaker alarm bells? Yeah. I mean, I think what I would do is, and I have done, is I would write in an email to the elders and I would lay it out, try to be as, <clears throat> as clear as possible, direct, um, really utilizing like, here's what I'm seeing. And I'm, I'm not sure if I'm missing something. Mm. Right. But then also like, cause there's so much there. You want to be positive in it as well. Like yeah, you know, affirm I, I, I want to affirm the good things. Yeah. I love the church. I, I I love the people of the church. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not. Right? That's, I, that's I'm not going anywhere. Pastors start to worry. Right. Here's the things I'm seeing. But then I I finished it with, um, if if you find it of value, I would love to be able to like if you would if you find it of value for me to come in and help clarify or answer any my you know, because uh, sometimes an email 
does not right. really convey my thoughts. Right. And it doesn't even convey my posture oftentimes. Right? Yeah, that's the thing. It's easy to read something. It's easy into to an read something that's right? not there. But I would love to have the opportunity, if you find it of value, to meet with the elders and to share my heart behind it. Mm. Uh, if you find that that's because I think just showing up, one, you're not going to just be able to show up. But like if you you ask to meet with the elders, they're going to want to know anyways. Oh, yeah. We're and, not letting people come into our elders meeting without telling us what we're talking exactly. about. <laughs> and even then, like. So that the, the worst thing you could do is like, hey, I'd love to be able to sit down and talk with the elders about what? Just I'd just, be more comfortable if we could just oh, in person or, or even <laughs> worse, even worse. Uh there's some there's some issues I see and I'd love oh. to be able to talk to you guys about. See, <laughs> uh, right? Stressful. It's, that, oh. That's the most stressful thing. So I think an email that lays it out so they know they have time to process it. Yeah. Um, because even a good, great, godly elder group, from time to time, is you know because it's an email. Like, yeah. the, the, but being able to process it and go through together. it together, and then being able to you know talk to you in person. I think it's just yeah. Some some elder might read tone into it, and another elder be like, "No, bro, that don't read tone into that." No, that yeah, just, I mean we've had it where even in our elder group, right, where uh, someone brought something up, right, and it was initially easy for for you know some for someone in the group to be like, "Ah, yeah," kind of felt like they were attacking. Oh, what's that all about? What's that all about? What's his problem? What's going on? Jesus, Jesus is at work, <laughs> you know. But then the rest of us being able to be like, "Well, no," I think. There's some validity here, yeah. And I, I'm, let's talk to him about it. And and usually, if you have any sort of relatively healthy group, uh, they'll be like, oh, well, if you guys are are seeing it, then maybe, oh, then yeah, yeah maybe yeah, there's maybe, something to okay. it. Okay. And honestly, like oftentimes, elders do know that there's an issue or that there's oh, a weakness. Yeah. And so when you bring it up, it's not a surprise. They'll be like, you know what? We have been delaying dealing with this. This yeah. is this is God's timing. Yeah. This is good. so like we're. If anything, then we're really glad to bring you in to let you know the spirit of God really used you to affirm something that one, we knew to be true. And then also to kind of kick us in the pants yeah. to get moving. Mm -hmm. Like I want to want to thank you for yeah, your that. sensitivity to that and the boldest and courage it took for you to step forward mm -hmm. and to share that because that can be intimidating to people. Yeah, no, it it happens. You know it, what I mean? It's, it's happened to us, man. We've like, I can remember times when uh, like Colson has brought something up Yeah, and he'd be like, so um, I, I'll give you an example. Uh, so he was like, so we're complementarians. I'm like, yeah, man. And he's like, okay, so, uh, you know, women uh, can't be pastors. Like, right. Well, what, what can women do? And so I listed like 10 things women can do. And he's like, okay, uh, why aren't they doing those things? Uh, what? He's like, yeah, no, no women are doing those things. You said they can do them. And mm. do the women know that they can do those things? Yeah. I don't think they know they can do those things. Yeah. Like, oh, shoot. We have not. Yeah. Okay. Good point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> fair, fair. Uh, we got to deal with this let's, now. Let's take care of it. Man. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm really grateful. I mean, we're, we're definitely in a unique situation because we, you know, every church has people that are problematic at times, but uh, we've been really fortunate to have people that love the church and oh, yeah. are for the church. And when they bring up something or point something out, they, it's fair. It's, and it's like, loving. Yeah. And sometimes there's nothing you can do about it. You're like, no. hey, listen, right now, we can't really do anything about that, but we want to do something about it. Um, we're just going to have to wait for another time, but like, let's revisit this, you know, come back in and, uh, you know, and we'll get back to it. Mm. But uh, listen, man, I, I think that 
for every church has its weaknesses every church has its shortcomings man if you're if you're pushing the ministry of the word and you're loving your people you guys are going to be okay just be open to the change that's necessary and uh when somebody has a thought uh take it in process it and work on your church right that's the thing don't just keep doing what you're doing working in the church right that's something that leadership people say don't work just in your ministry work on it because there's always mm. need to, you know, just like you need to grow spiritually, your church needs to grow. Yeah. And not, not just numerically, in maturity, in wisdom, in effectiveness, in systems, all that stuff. Well, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You can follow us online on Instagram, Twitter, at Doc and Devo, or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head to the website, DoctrineAndDevotion.com. There you can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast of the store, JoeFoStore.com, and grab some gear. We got that fresh pot every Monday and Thursday. We got blog posts and video content over at the website. And we want to thank you, our all-access subscribers. You're the best, people. You are the best. Yeah. All them other people just listening, they're okay. Mm, you know. <laughs> I mean, we love everybody. Yeah, you know. but we love you more. A little bit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know. You're helping us to do this stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This has been your Banter Truth. You've got your weekday wisdom Monday through Friday. If you find this beneficial, sharing is caring. Let other people know why you are an all-access subscriber that they can go to doctrineanddevotion.com slash all access and sign up today or right there on their podcast player mm-hmm. they can click that link that says support this podcast and they can sign up themselves later later